0: Are you ready to take this podcast to 88 miles an hour? Because we have a time travel movie! Woo! (laughs) Hello everyone, this is Technically Romance with Hamilton.
1: And Stephanie. And we watch Hallmark movies and take a look at them from our different points of views. Mine being The Hopeless Romantic where I critique the romance and the chemistry.
0: And mine being as a filmmaker where I look at all things technical.
1: So this episode, we are going back in time. Or
0: forward in time, depending on your viewpoint. Think about that. Think about that.
1: Well, <laughs> we're, we're going back in time because it's present day now.
0: All right, all right.
1: But yes, I see what you mean. Mm-hmm.
0: We're getting deep. We're getting deep <laughs> on this one.
1: A timeless Christmas. And this was, this was a good one.
0: This was a really good one. I think we, we both like this one. Hallmark's done a few of these. They've done a few time travel ones where they've tried to um, have people go back in time or forward in time. The, the one that comes to mind right off the bat is the classic CCB Christmas one where she goes forward in time. I think she was like in 1940. Who knows? Probably, probably 19, I think it was 1945 or 1947. And she goes forward in time. She has trouble with technology. It's probably one of the worst slash best Christmas Hallmark movies out there.
1: It's I'm, so bad that it's good.
0: Yeah, like it's it's near the top for me in terms of awful movies. But I'll watch it when it's on. I'll watch it anytime, anytime. I will sit down and finish that one. And there's a weird like romance with the the sheriff, and it's it's just so odd.
1: Yeah, you think she's gonna have a romance with the uh, Oliver Hudson character, <laughs> but nope he's gonna have a romance with someone
0: else. Spoiler, but we're not we're not oh, talking spoiler, about spoiler that. but yeah. uh
1: but no. This movie was amazing.
0: Yeah, this movie blew that one out of the water in terms of in terms of time travel Christmas movies. This one is, is close to the top for me. And really when you think about it, I mean this sort of tradition of of time travel goes all the way back to a Christmas carol. So time traveling during Christmas time is pretty par for the course. And this one I think did it beautifully. There really weren't a lot of issues for me. You know, we have a little rating system where we ask if we would watch it again, if we would just have it on while we decorate a tree, or if we would never, ever watch this film again. For me, I would watch this one again. If it was on, I would sit down, I'd kick back with some cocoa, and I would definitely watch this one again.
1: I have already watched <laughs> it again. <laughs> and, and I would watch it again. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. It's, dare I say, my favorite
0: Whoa. whoa! 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 So whoa, far
1: whoa. this year,
0: out of all of them that we've seen, this is your favorite. Yes. Wow. That's
1: yeah. Uh, it's I have no complaints. Yeah. I don't. I don't even know what I'm gonna say because there's <laughs> there's like it's just perfect.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I perfect. Um, yes, I think it's near perfect. It's hard for me to call something perfect. I'm I'm very nitpicky about certain things. Uh. It's hard for me to call something perfect, but this was pretty close to it. I mean I really For
1: Hallmark, this was perfect for me. Well,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's still near perfect for me. There's yeah. I still have a few little few little gripes here and there, but overall I I man, I don't know. Best one we've seen so far? I think you might be right. It's it's up there. It's in the top three for me. I'd have to really sit down and, and mold this over over some mold cider. Which is why it's called Mold Cider, by the way. because you think while you drink it. I don't know if you guys need that or not. <laughs> but I would have to really think this one over. It's in the top three for me, for sure. For sure.
1: Well, you think that over, and we <laughs> will get on with the podcast. <laughs> I felt like you were really going to just take your time and think about it right for now. For another hour. People
0: just hear me thinking for another hour. <laughs> um, no. So let's let's go ahead and have a plot summary so you guys can know exactly what we're talking about.
1: So this was a timeless Christmas. And Charles Whitley is from 1903, engaged to be married, but knows he hasn't found a true love in his fiancée, Eliza.
0: Eliza.
1: A magical clock he buys at an auction transports him to, pre- to present day, where he's met by Megan Turner, the museum director of the Whitley House. Megan learns his true identity and helps him adjust to 21st century life. While they go in search of the magical clock to help him get back to his old life, he realizes his true love is Megan and decides to stay in the present where they will live out the rest of their lives together.
0: Oh, that's really good. That's really sweet. You made it sound really sweet. It is really sweet. I know. Sweet. You did a great job. You sold it. You sold it to all those people out there that haven't seen
1: Everyone's like, wow, that sounds, that sounds really like good. a movie I want to see.
0: Uh, Well, why don't we go ahead and talk about our two main leads then? Because I think they need need a nod right away, right away.
1: Yes, these were... So you know how sometimes I'm like loving one of the leads, Mm -hmm. the other one's not working for me, or the chemistry is off. This is one of those, and why I say this movie is perfect, one of those magical moments where we have two leads that are perfect mm-hmm. together i'm going to try to see how many times i can say perfect yeah, keep
0: a count up there keep a count
1: there. Aaron Cahill and Ryan Pavey they i think this is their first movie together and they should be in movies together all the time i just thought their chemistry was great i i i just it worked so well for me
0: Yes, yeah, I, I would agree with that. You know, I don't know if I recall any films that he's been in off the top of my head.
1: Well, he was in the Christmas in the Plaza from last year, which I think you really liked. That I love one. that one. That was him. Yeah. Yes.
0: Did he look different? How do I not remember that?
1: Well, he was different. I mean, he wasn't from 1903. <laughs> I think he was like a like a. He was a handyman. Handyman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, was great. At the Plaza.
0: Oh yeah, no, he was good in that. Then um, I have seen him. Sorry, sorry about that, Ryan. But Erin was in one of my favorite ones from maybe it's been a while. Maybe it might have been. It's like three been years, a few years. Three or four years ago. But she was in one where there was a Christmas sleigh and an antique store.
1: Sleigh bells ring. Yep,
0: and she was awesome in that. So I was really looking forward to seeing how she does in this one, and she crushed it. She crushed it. Crushed it. Crushed it. I mean, I, I can't stress enough how difficult it is to act like someone is from 1903 and believe it like uh, we'll, we'll get into that but she awesome awesome awesome
1: these they were so perfect for these parts ryan Pavey, i have to i think this is my favorite of his i think i've seen him in other ones but i can't think of them off the top of my head besides the christmas in the plaza but i feel like this role was made for him yeah
0: whoever did the casting on this film bravo not just on our our leads but all the um but all of the supporting actors just great picks all around there wasn't a bad role in this film everyone played their parts beautifully it it really was spotless casting and yeah i can't see him as any other any other role right now like all i see is as him as this he was an inventor at a steel mill in 1903 that's all i see him as this sort of aristocratic you know gentleman from 1903 and he he sold it
1: oh yeah i really believed that he was from that time
0: you know are we are we sure he's not i don't
1: know like he played it so well i just loved him in this character yeah
0: well i think what what sold it for me is they didn't really harp on him you know when he comes back from oh god when he goes forward in time he because I think he's an inventor and he has a curious mind he accepts the reality that's around him there's not a lot of oh what is this like ccb she's like what is this music thing here you know like the cell phone like there's a whole bunch of that uh but he just accepts it he's curious you see him play with the christmas lights trying to figure out how electricity works he's he's very observant the whole inventor backstory for him sells a lot of it, because he's not scared at all. He accepts his reality, and he strives forward in that reality, and I get to give him props. But same, same with Megan, right? Because it takes her a little bit, but as soon as she re- realizes that this is a possibility, she goes full forward into it. There's not a lot of this, how is this happening? But it is happening, let's just move forward. And I love that, they don't harp on that.
1: Yeah, well they don't really have time to, because we have a two hour window, but...
0: Yeah. Well, they do They do them a lot of times, though. There is a lot of harping. For me, if someone came to me and said, hey, I'm from 1903, I would believe them immediately. I'd be all on board for this.
1: Yeah, you would.
0: I would. I'd be like, all right, tell, I, me, tell uh, me what the time I was like back then.
1: I probably would, too, because I would just be so excited. <laughs> oh, my gosh, it's time travel. It's really <laughs> happening. I knew it all along. But, yeah, I guess in the CCB one, they don't really ever believe her until the very end, yeah. I think. but. Yeah, I do love that she is all in for it. Yeah, gets it, and she's just willing to help him. So this this movie is a little different when we're getting into our meet cute and you know the romance because it's an interesting concept because Megan basically already knows everything about him. That's true, and it's almost. Like she's had this sort of obsession with him, like that she's written her dissertation on him, mm. and she knows all about him. She works at the the mansion, like she knows all the history to having to do with him and his home and his life. So it's it's a it's a weird thing for you to like fall in love with someone that it's almost like a celebrity. I was going to say a celebrity. Type, celebrity. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I think that is it's interesting because it's more of him falling in love with her. Because she's already in love with him right from the start. Yeah, I guess that is kind of weird. Writing a whole, a whole dissertation on this person, and then meeting them. I mean, how many times has she looked at that painting? You know, late at night as she walks through the deserted halls of the Whitley Manor. You know, she's she definitely has an obsession, and she plays it well. She plays it well.
1: I mean, I did read your dating profile quite a few times <laughs> before. You know, I got. The wrote a pa- you to wrote, a, it. wrote a paper on me. <laughs> a little essay about <laughs> it.
0: Uh, in terms of the romance in this film, the the, the meet cute. I mean, would you even call it a meet cute? I mean,
1: well, it is because it is the first time they're meeting. But I loved that scene. Well, there's not a scene that I didn't love. So we're just gonna... <laughs> <laughs> when he comes downstairs and there, because we even as a viewer don't really quite know what's going on because we see them dressed you know in the clothes and stuff but i'm not i'm not realizing who everyone is supposed to be just yet and then they see him and he's like why are these people in my house and then she sees him and yeah like you said like i just think she was just like she was already in love with this historical figure All of right. a person and now he's here in the flesh even though she doesn't know it's him quite yet i she, feel like something yeah. yeah there's some some magic brewing there
0: <laughs> yes I, I i think so and that scene was really funny uh, and again he plays it well he plays it so well you know we, we've talked a lot about these sort of you know male leads that have you know they're kind of curmudgeoning you know, in the beginning. You don't really like them in the beginning.
1: Scallywags? Yeah, he,
0: they're kind of scallywagish, <laughs> Roguish. Roguish knaves. Um, and he, he doesn't really come off like that. You know, he's upset that people are in his house. He's a little closed off, but he's not really a jerk like some of these other guys no. in the beginning.
1: He's the sweetest, most wholesome, <laughs> like, innocent. I just... I can't say enough about his character. And I think that's why this movie was perfect for me because it had the perfect blend of, like, just good old-fashioned, like, wholesome romance that we don't really see a lot anymore. And I just... I don't know. There was just something so pure about it Mm -hmm. uh, and them getting to know each other. And, yeah, just the way he was so willing to go with everything like yeah it was weird and he was kind of disoriented like what's happening but was like i'm you know just gonna go with it yeah. and,
0: and it was believable though
1: yeah yeah for like, sure for
0: his character it was believable it wasn't like we're just going with it just to move the movie along it was just like i believe this is happening i'm gonna observe and figure out what's going on I think it was very... I really enjoyed that scene when the sheriff comes.
1: I was just going to say You know, way. and
0: he's just, okay, let's let's do this. Yes, of course I'll come with you. Yeah, it was just... It was done well. And this, this script... Do you know who wrote the script?
1: Yes. So this movie is actually... We have had quite a few of these. It's based on a book.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah, they, they put the book in the beginning of the movie. Did you see that? They had, like, a little picture of it.
1: I didn't see it because I didn't know it till I uh, did some research. But the book is by Alexis Stanton. Mm -hmm. But the uh, script or teleplay was written by the director, who's Ron Oliver. Uh And Ron Oliver is great. He actually did Christmas in the Plaza, so I think he's a Ryan Pavey fan.
0: Good choice.
1: Uh, And he's done uh, some other ones. Oh, he did um, one called Angel of Christmas, which I don't know if you've watched that one with me. It's a bit of an older one, but it's really good.
0: He, he knocks it out of the park, is what you're saying. Yeah.
1: He's a, I think he's a, like a, a staple Hallmark director. And he and uh, someone named Dwayne Poole did the script for it. And Dwayne Poole actually worked on Winter in Vale, which we also really like that one with Tyler Hines. Yeah. So. Wow.
0: No wonder No wonder this movie is so good, honestly. Yeah, I mean, you got was... a great director, you've got a great writers. I mean, please watch this film. If you get anything from this podcast, watch, watch, watch this film. But no, the writing was excellent, and it, again, it's hard It's hard to do a time travel movie. I'm going to be very picky about my time travel movies, you know? What kind of timelines are we talking about? Do we have multiple timelines? Like, what happens if they go back? What happens if they go forward? Does things continue? Like, it's great, and they handled it well. There was no real issue in terms of the time traveling. Um, it basically continues on from the point of, of exit, and it works. It works really well.
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, when you're dealing with this type of movie, I'm not really too concerned about oh is this gonna cause trouble, you know, in the past or I'm not no, I'm not concerned (laughs) about that. I just wanna make sure we get some romance and that we did.
0: Well it'll blow your mind. It'll blow your mind to think about we knew from the beginning that he doesn't go back. Because if he had gone back, then he would have been back there. He would have never have left. So that time, it, we know from the beginning. So he doesn't go back because she, his wife, his fiance moves on and marries. But it's because he doesn't go back that she goes on and marries. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is going to sound crazy. I feel like I need, like, <laughs> a board here with some pins and things. Well,
1: I was a little confused about the, the cutting of the wire, which I guess we, I don't know if we want to get, get that into either. that layer Because he says, oh, well, this must mean they found their true love and they didn't want to chance it. Right. But he does the same thing, but he finds it cut in 1903, because then I was like...
0: Maybe it was repaired? I, I, I'm not sure. That was weird too. The, the cutting of that was odd, I don't know. But all I know is that we know from the beginning that he doesn't go back because he would have already been back. Okay. That neat? Time travel. Time, time, time I love travel. time travel,
1: but I can't think about it too it much, because it hurts. It hurts. It, it hurts so good.
0: Uh, but let's talk a little bit about the technical aspects. We already did a little bit with the time travel there. I have a few technical qualms, just a few. Just gonna toss them out there.
1: They won't matter because this movie Again, was perfect.
0: Let me say, everything was done extremely well. These are a few nitpicky things that I have because, you know, I have to have something here. Um, I thought that the camera work was great overall. In the beginning, they have some odd close up shots between him and his rival, which was a little awkward. Like, they were really tight. Um, I thought that was a little out of hand. And they do that a few other times in the film where they're very tight on some of the close-up shots. Not sure why that had to happen.
1: They were trying to show they were rivals. Okay. There was one guy on one side. <laughs> Look at the anger. Guy on the other.
0: <laughs> I mean, sure, sure. But it, I thought it was just a little tight. You know, we have the fake snow issue again. Very soapy this time around. What? Yeah.
1: I I was like... I know this isn't real snow, but it it looks like real snow to it me. It didn't
0: bother me as much as the jingo Bell Bride.
1: But I thought their snow looked uh, real well to Well, it didn't, it
0: didn't really bother me as much as some of the others, but it is it is soapy. I just, I don't know what to do about that. Just the soapy snow.
1: When the horse and buggy is riding in the opening shot, mm-hmm. that looks like real snow. Yeah. It's all on the trees. Later, later on,
0: though, it, it does look very, very soapy, like when they're back in present day. I guess I did. If you look towards the... Well, it's, again, it's minor. Um, and then the mansion itself, I'm very confused about why... Uh, I didn't like their hotel room that was attached to it. You know, she said that they did some renovation and he was staying in that, that room. Mm-hmm. It just felt like a hotel room. It, it didn't feel like it was a part of the mansion. It felt like a completely different stage to me. That threw me off. And then their break room in the mansion just seemed like, again, like an entirely different part, like an entirely different set. They had like tiled ceiling just threw me off in terms of having this great locale with this beautiful mansion. It reminded me of the Biltmore, you know, um, here in Asheville, North Carolina. And I just wish I saw more of it instead of these sort of weird annexes, I guess, off of it. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's all I got. That's all I got.
1: Is that it?
0: Yeah, that's all I got.
1: None of that bothered me. Didn't notice it.
0: Oh, it didn't bother
1: it felt, me? It, it never took me out of it. I never even noticed that it seemed different.
0: It didn't really. I wouldn't say it, it bothered me so much. It was just, well, the, I, I lied. The break room thing bothered me. The break room in <laughs> the hotel room bothered me a lot. But other than that, that was it. Everything else, lighting was good. They used a lot of window light, beautiful window light, colored great. You know, when, when she finds his, his notebook, it's covered in cobwebs. I thought that was a neat touch. Andrews that awards. was one of
1: my favorite scenes. I don't know how anyone could be more adorable than she was and <laughs> that part where she's, she's just, I just want to like give her awards for this <laughs> role when she starts like stomping her foot, like her boots on the oh, floor yeah, yeah. and she gives this little look of like, I feel kind of stupid doing this. Yeah. Or this is silly. It's just. Perfection. No. It was so good, and and then she stops around till you know she hears the the hollow sound. But that I just thought that scene was so cute. It
0: was super cute, and she she does play it well. Uh, the, again, the cobwebs in there was was a nice touch. However, the pages would have been yellowed to all get out. I mean, we're talking about over hundred years old. The pages would have been yellowed. They looked like they were fresh, white, crisp pages. That's you know.
1: It was a super sealed. Apartment. Nope, that's not how that works. She it had a she, she had a hard time right. like peeling that up.
0: It's because of the acid on on the paper would have eaten through that and yellowed it up.
1: So yeah, I thought the same. I was like, well, that looks like <laughs> they just bought this notebook at Target, yep. and it is
0: through some cob- yeah. but It sucks because the cobwebs were so well done. Like it looked like it had been there for a hundred years, and just that little yeah, that was a little misstep.
1: But again, nothing. No, nothing too terrible
0: oh god no no not at all not at all these are these are small little minor things for me but in in terms of just camera work lighting yeah no issues at all no issues at all
1: so let's get back to the romance uh i there was just i could just i don't even know where to start because i just loved everything i love the the twist that she's Related to his housekeeper or made from... That she's Rosie's great-great-granddaughter or something like that. Two greats. I thought that was cute. I wasn't expecting that. I was like, oh, that's a nice little twist. Mm
0: -hmm. No, that that was a nice little twist. Um, I think it kind of explains why she feels so connected to that house and to her job as opposed to working at the university.
1: So there were... I loved this movie also because there was... There, were, there was quite a bit of humor in it, which I yeah. love. Uh, when, it's,
0: when it's done right. When yeah. it's done right.
1: <laughs> and I just, I thought they had great, you know, banter. Mm-hmm. Their interactions were very funny. Uh, a, a scene in particular. Well, there's a bunch of scenes that got me. Is the pizza, yeah. pizza
0: scene? I knew it was going to be the pizza scene.
1: I think everyone knows what it's going to be <laughs> the pizza scene. I just thought that was so funny. And again, he delivers it so well. What was know. it?
0: $23? This is highway robbery.
1: <laughs> Which it is. It is. And I just think all of the little scenes that were... It was just detail. Like the detail in this movie I thought was so great. There's the scene towards the end where where he's at a family gathering with her family yeah. and her brother goes to give him a high five and he's just left hanging yeah, because I know. he wouldn't know what a high five is <laughs> just stuff like that i just thought was so perfectly placed and yeah. just like little details like that, that well i think
0: that's why we why i harped on something like the pages of the notebook not being yellowed is because they do have a lot of detail that they spend in certain things yeah and so when you when you don't see it and you expect it, you're like ah, oh, darn it they missed one but in particular that scene where they're playing that christmas tree game where they have to hang the topper on the tree on an outside tree props to hallmark for bringing in a christmas game i've never seen before that's a really neat game you know we see a lot of the same activities the baking, the snowman building, the snow angel stuff. I don't think I've seen one where they've done a Christmas topper one and I was like, this is a neat little game. This is pretty cool
1: Yeah I didn't quite know what they were doing. I was like, okay that's they different. have
0: their timed and they have to get the topper onto a t- tall Christmas tree.
1: Yeah I got it after they explained it but I was like, oh. what are what is oh, this like yeah. I've never seen this Why is everyone before? outside yeah. hanging
0: around a tree? What are you guys doing?
1: Yeah, just staring at the tree. I didn't quite know. I didn't know that game. Well, that, so I had never and that
0: listened. scene also was really good because her mom was talking to her and she's like, oh, you, you like him? And she's like, yeah, but it's complicated. And then she says something like, if you like him, there's nothing complicated about it. You know, something something cute and mommy like that. And I thought that was a really nice scene. Her relationship with her parents. Again, great parent picking. Like I, we even said, had they been parents before? Like they seem very familiar to me.
1: Yeah, they seemed... Uh, well, I've seen um, The Mom before. She's been the mom in some other Hallmark right. movies. She's a great Hallmark mom. and But no, I actually did research because I thought they were the parents in another movie, but they weren't.
0: No, but they did great.
1: Yeah, they were great. Like we said, all of the, the supporting characters. I, I found it interesting. Obviously, I was much more into the romance between mm-hmm. Charles and Megan, but I thought the little side plot with with amber and dan was was nice like yeah. them was struggling yeah it was they had some sort of sort of deep uh, thoughts and conversations about not just being actors but just i think it could have applied to anyone's life of not necessarily being where you thought you would be well
0: doing the right steps i think that's what you know really resonated with me is that they're like look we went to juilliard we did everything we were supposed to do and we're here in this museum acting. Like, this is not where we want to be. And so those conversations they have, those conversations they have with Charles in particular, very much resonated with me. I thought they were great, and I thought it gave a lot more more depth to the film. And, you know, because we do have a lot of humor, and we have that relationship between the two, but it definitely added some depth and some serious moments that were, that were welcome.
1: Yeah. And it all worked for me. Sometimes they'll throw in a little side story that just seems kind of out of place, but it just all sort of interlaced really well. And I just, I thought it was really nice. Like, Him talking to them, Mm -hmm. sort of giving them confidence in what they're doing and letting them sort of get a different perspective about it was really nice.
0: Well, it's balance, right? Because you can't spend too much time with the the side plots. You know, you can't spend too little because you need to have the viewer invested in it somewhat. So it was just a great balance on their part. Very well done. Very well done on that aspect. Um, You know, we mentioned the pizza scene. And I will say, you know, I forgot about this, but I did not like the lighting in that place. It was very dark. They it had, was a
1: diner. It was like an old diner. It was supposed to have be Have you been to an old lighting. diner in
0: Jersey? I don't think you have. Those diners are brightly lit. They're not moody like that.
1: Wow. Well, I think they were trying to like have the Christmas lights, so the lights were dimmer, so the Christmas lights show It seemed, a little, it seemed a little
0: off to me. I wasn't, I wasn't a big fan of the pizza place.
1: I thought it was cute. <laughs> I thought it was cute because you go to from this like 1903 mansion to like a to red light district. It's <laughs> a yeah. little like hole in the wall diner. I thought the little town was adorable. Yeah, the town. And they show great. them yeah. walking through. It was just so. It was a very. It was just like a magical movie. Like every yeah. little bit just seemed to have a special little.
0: And even when he didn't know the Christmas song, you know, you mentioned the town they do the Christmas carol. He doesn't know the carol because it hasn't been invented yet little moments like that. It, there definitely was like a little magic flow to it like you're saying.
1: Oh yeah. And the so even though the romance was a little different in this movie because
0: she's obsessed with him.
1: Well, <laughs> she is, but he's still trying to like find his way back. I don't think he even realizes that he's falling in love with her as you know, they're progressing and he's trying to find the clock and figure out, you know, what to do. So there isn't a whole lot of typical romance in it, but the, the looks, she, they're constantly giving each other mm. little looks throughout the movie. You're big on
0: looks. You're big on I looks. I do,
1: because it's those little details is like them looking at each other from across the room yeah. or even just like you brought up the caroling scene when he doesn't know the words. And even when they're like counting down before the tree is going to be lit and she's kind of like looking at him like to get him to count down with her. And I think that's like the first time we see him laugh because he's been kind of, you know,
0: no, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: what am I doing here? <laughs> um, so I thought that scene was really special because we sort of see him seem a little more normal, I guess you would yeah. say. Uh, Comfortable comfortable and actually having fun not so worried and that's his character always seemed to be like worrying about something you know he was so busy and didn't really have time for pleasure or for romance even Mm -hmm. so it's nice to see her bringing that side of him out and so it's nice to see her bringing that side out of him and then when they're singing the carol and when he starts singing and she's just like the way they're looking at each other or rather she's like looking at him i don't know it was just the way i honestly i in my mind i was like are they like really in love because (laughs) watching this movie just the way they looked at each other i was just like oh my gosh it was so genuine yeah and it's like she keeps having to like catch her breath. There's like so many moments where she has to like take a take a breath and you see her like physically like seems like she's struggling to, to breathe. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my gosh. It was yeah, it was very well done. So yes, when you know, some of these movies, the chemistry is just not working. This this was just chemistry everywhere. Chemistry for days.
0: Well and you know, I don't know if this is true. We, we kind of have a theory that Hallmark puts, um, you know, more veteran actors with actors that are coming up, you know, to try and offset that. I don't think you do that. I think it makes a less film. I think you put veteran with a veteran and just have the chemistry fly. You know, I, I think by doing that, you lessen the film, and I think it works. I, I, we saw that in Sweet Autumn where you have some big heavy hitters next to each other, Knock it out of the park, you know. You, you, I think you bring two great actors together at all times, as opposed to newer ones and veterans trying to work together.
1: Yeah, but I also it's not even. I think it just. I don't. I don't know that it's necessarily the acting. I think it is just a, a little bit of magic, movie magic (laughs) that sometimes, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Not necessarily that they're bad actors or not. It's just like two people come together. And they're just, like, Connect. meant to, you know, I'm not saying these two actors are meant to be together. <laughs> but they were to make this movie because it worked so perfectly Okay. that I just thought that, yeah, just some, like, you know, we talk about um, Nikki and Andrew. When they work together, it's magic. Right. It's just certain people together, the chemistry. I think. Yeah.
0: Okay. You know, I, I will say from a technical standpoint, I'm glad they don't do anything cheesy with, like, the time travel in terms of actual time travel. You know, he just passes out and wakes up in, in the present. And so as opposed to, like, the CCB movie where she has to go into a shed. Remember, it was, all, it was really creepy. Like, they put her in a shed and they, they kind of, like, circle around yeah, the that shed. That was very weird. Um, so I'm glad there's no, like, shed issue in this. It's basically just him and the clock and he basically passes out. So yeah, well, it does,
1: It has to be, like, with the moon. So the CCB did have Christmas it like a moon. certain time. It, w- it was some kind of moon Was Was that, that a or real no, thing? Or no, it was a comet. That's right. Theirs was a comet. So this is just the moon. Is the
0: Christmas moon a real thing? Two full moons within... We should have looked that up.
1: I'm not sure. But a little bit more <laughs> on the, the romance. Because <laughs> there was so much. I could... We could talk about this movie all day because mm-hmm. I feel like... Or I could just, like... I mean, just watch the movie because every single scene is so good. And But one of my favorite parts was they're looking for the clock again. And she gets on a stool, a little step stool or so, mm-hmm. some sort, and she almost falls. So he runs to catch her and he says something like, oh, wouldn't want to lose you. Oh, And it was just like, I just, I feel like the word wholesome is just like perfect for that character. Like everything he said was just so wholesome and pure and sweet. And the look, again, the look she gives him when he says that because, oh my God, you know, who wouldn't want to have a man catch you and be like, I wouldn't want to lose you. And it wasn't even, it was like the way he said it. Like he really was like, I would hate to lose you.
0: Yeah,
1: Which maybe is the first time he's like realizing how he really feels about her.
0: Yeah, I I remember that scene that was super, it was a super great scene. The only issue I have with that is that I don't know where she was looking for that clock. She was like looking behind the garland. It's not going to be behind the garland.
1: Well, they did it so she could fall.
0: I know, but I'm just, it was a little... uh,
1: They did it so she could (laughs) fall. No one was worried about where she was looking, I was like, why are you looking there? I was
0: like, what are you doing? There's not going to be behind the garland. We're talking about a large clock. You would notice it behind there. So yes. It could have
1: been behind the books.
0: There would, no. You no. don't know.
1: It's a magical clock. Maybe it was like in <laughs> some like little hidden, you know, window up there okay. that, I don't know.
0: <laughs> exactly. She didn't know either. She just wanted to fall. She did it on purpose. <laughs> she did it on the purpose. But let's, um, let's talk about the end. Let me know how you felt about the end because.
1: Well, how did you feel about the conflict? What before?
0: conflict? There was no stupid conflict. There was. It. was the well, it wasn't conflict? stupid. What was the stupid conflict?
1: That she lied to him, or she didn't tell him... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. ...that Eliza married his rival. Eliza.
0: Um, Yeah, so the conflict didn't really bother me. I thought it was fine.
1: Well, yeah, because you didn't even remember that it was a thing. That
0: didn't... You know, usually we call it stupid conflict because that's generally what happens in these movies is that someone overhears something, they misinterpret someone's words, and they get all mad. You know, it's understandable you know, why she did it, why he was upset, it it fit both characters. This was not stupid conflict, this was good conflict, you know, it it was needed for the film.
1: Well, she probably thought he didn't really need to know, because either he was going to go back in time, or, you know, at the time, I don't think she was thinking, we're going to fall in love and be together. So why tell him? I mean, she was probably hoping, but, (laughs) uh, so yeah, it didn't make sense for her to tell him, but...
0: No, the conflict didn't bother me. It was handled well, handled like adults, again... When you have conflict, it needs to be handled like two adults talking to make it more realistic. It was not an issue.
1: Yeah. I did love that scene, though, where he does find out. And again, it was this whole... On top of the movie just being amazing and it's having this wonderful, sweet, romantic story, it also just had this other whole like deeper level of the concept of living in the past and you know they harp on that a lot about not holding on to your past you can appreciate it for what it was and celebrate it but you need to live in the present right which will in turn make your future better it's a whole time yeah. timey why thing <laughs> and but the scene where he finds out about eliza and they're in the the living room at her family's home so they're looking at the old photos, like an old photo album, and he says, it's like time traveling without leaving the sofa, <laughs> which I've never thought about that. It's like looking at old photos is a sort of time traveling experience. Never thought about experience. that? No. I mean, I know you're looking at old photos, but I just, I've never was like, oh, this is like time travel. Oh, no.
0: I, I, do, I think about that all the time. You know, I mean, I, I watch a lot of old 8 millimeter vintage home movies. Uh, that I get at yard sales, and it, and it feels like I'm time traveling, especially the movies, you know, maybe not so much the photographs. I have a lot of old photographs too, but watching these old home movies, you're transported into that time, into that moment. It definitely feels like time travel. It's, it's very, it's surreal if you can let it, you know, if you let it yourself fall into those films.
1: Yeah, I just, I thought that was a good line. No, it's a
0: great line. There's a lot of great lines in this. You know, I mean, we, we've talked about him, you know, what is he going to do now? He could sell the wine if he has wine from like 1903 or 1800s. He could sell that wine and probably make a nice, nice penny.
1: Yeah, I was thinking when he brings that wine over, and she's like, "Does this say it's like 1899 or something?" Yeah. I'm like, "Would that be good? W- like, what would that taste like?"
0: Delicious. If it was stored properly, it would be good.
1: Because I know you're supposed to age it, but like, is it? Is there a point where it's like too far?
0: I don't know. But it'd be. I wouldn't drink it. I would sell it. For lots of money, so he could survive. You wouldn't
1: be interested in tasting wine from 1800s? Would
0: I be interested in $10,000 or tasting wine? I would take the $10,000.
1: I'd have a little sip. <laughs> <laughs> I want a little sip.
0: No, that, I mean, that was fun. There's no telling what else he has in that house, that little secret compartments and, and stuff like that. But
1: No, I think that was it. I think that was all Just the wine and journal? Just the wine and That's the journal? That's all he had in it.
0: Um, But let's go ahead and talk about our ending here, see if it wrapped up nicely. You know, we're kind of left wondering, the other part of conflict is, you know, is he going to go back or not? Um, Obviously, he doesn't because otherwise he would have been back in time to begin with. So how did you feel about this ending?
1: Well, I just knew he wasn't going to because it was Hallmark and I knew they were going to...
0: Well, he could have taken her back.
1: Could he have? Yeah. We don't know that that can happen. If So if she would have been with him when the clock struck with the moon, she would have gone back with him? Sure.
0: I don't see why not. Time travel is meant for more than one person sometimes.
1: Well, I don't know. But I thought you I...
0: I would have gone. See, because I thought that's what they were doing. Before I started really being like, okay, well, he can't go back because that's going to disrupt the timetable or the time continuum. It's going to disrupt time. He could have taken her back because she loves history so much. I think she would have really liked to appreciate that. What it's like living back then.
1: I actually thought he was going to go back because I didn't think he was going to go back and stay, but maybe tie up some loose (laughs) ends. Get
0: some money. Bring some money back. I
1: did feel kind of bad for Eliza. So even though she does move on and she marries, you know, his quote unquote rival... He soon finds out that he's wasn't that terrible of a person. Oh, he but he still was. Well, not... The he, guy with the tree said he went on to do really great things. But he's and, still
0: a jerk to Charles.
1: But he's, he wasn't really. He was
0: stealing his inventions and stuff. Charles
1: was, I think, threatened... And No,
0: no, no! This guy was a rival. He had schmarmy written all over his face. He was stealing inventions. He was trying to steal his fiance. This guy was he bad was news. He was just bears. giving looks
1: at his fiance. Oh
0: my goodness! No, no, he was bad news. It's
1: because he was meant to be with her because <laughs> he loved her. But anyways, the fact that Eliza—they even say that she waited. I don't remember how long, but yeah. she waited for years, possibly. Mm-hmm for him to come back cuz he just disappears. Like how awful for, you know, the people that were in his life to have someone that just disappears. You don't know what happened to them. So that part is a little sad.
0: A little bit, but again, Eliza said she wasn't in a hot cocoa mood. I don't I don't like anyone that's not in a hot cocoa mood.
1: <laughs> I didn't want him to be with her, but I still felt kind of bad because even though I think she did really love him. Mm. She just they just wouldn't have been, ever been able to give each other what yeah. they needed, which happens and is fine. But so that was, I was like, well, I felt a little bad for those people, but not that bad because obviously I wanted him no, to I stay. No, I thought he was going to go
0: back and I thought he was going to go to his butler's like Christmas party, you know, cause they, they talk about it at the end of the movie. Like they basically do a, a Christmas party like they used to. And I thought he was going to go back. I thought he was going to bring her back and they would have a great life with all of his money instead of well, living now been... and poor in 2020. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's, he's, he's used to a life of luxury. He's not going to be experiencing that in 2020. Makes me kind of sad. <laughs> it does. I mean, he was, he was an aristocrat, basically. You know, he was a gentleman. And now...
1: That doesn't... He's still a gentleman.
0: Yeah, but now he's not going to be having that lifestyle anymore.
1: He's going to be setting an example for the other men around him. <laughs> like he doesn't poor. own that
0: house, for instance. He doesn't own that house. He has no assets. I thought that was a little weird. I thought they would have had some sort of deed or will or something, or the house would have gone. Well, back Well, I'm sure to his they're
1: name. gonna work something out. That now that he's there, Megan's got him. <laughs> Megan's gonna make sure he's taken care okay. of. Don't worry. So, what did you, what'd
0: you think about the party and him not going back and all that?
1: And... I thought it was great. I didn't. I didn't worry. I mean, I knew he was gonna stay, but I. I thought it was just done very well. You know, she's upset because she thinks he left without saying goodbye. Oh, just that scene where she's like, just don't leave before you say goodbye. And she's, you know, all choked up and I'm, you know, crying too. (laughs) So, oh, and can we talk about the the costume? So, like, just props to the costume department on, like, whoever did their... Like the gown that she wears at the end, gorgeous. I loved everything he wore except for when they gave him a makeover. Yeah. What was
0: that? Like some jeans and a shirt. (laughs) He looks awful.
1: He well, I know. He didn't look awful. No, he looked but awful. But I did prefer him in his. I hope that wasn't what he. I
0: hope that's what not what the actor normally wears because that, that look was not working. He just needed to wear the 1903 constantly.
1: It was weird because I was a little less attracted to him. The 100%. Actor, he put, <laughs> like,
0: put this vest back on. What are you doing?
1: No, but that uh, suit jacket he has on yeah. at the end when he comes, like, oh, it was, it was stylish. It was very nice. No, I thought the whole thing was great. It was. I mean, this whole—you've never seen this movie, and I am gonna get you to watch it. I don't know that it's a—it's a very popular movie, but uh, it was definitely giving me some Kate and Leopold vibes. If you've seen Kate and Leopold, holla! (laughs) Uh, That's a great movie, and we're gonna watch it. It was a very Kate and Leopold-esque movie. But I won't tell you how that one ends.
0: I hope she goes back in time. I want to see one where they go back in time because 2020 is not that great. Let's head on back to 1903. Sure, we have a few world wars and maybe, what was it? It was tuberculosis was really big and then uh, polio comes back really strong around then. But you know what? It's still a good time. We have the roaring 20s to look forward to.
1: Yes, the whole ending, I loved it they have their dance you know I loved the the speech he gives at the end it got me a little teary-eyed and you know she's just looking at him like oh my gosh he's
0: the best I, he's the best I've written about him for 20 years and and now it. he's standing in
1: front of me yeah I, ju- I just again perfect perfect ending we get so we do get a, a sort of before end kiss, even though it's at the end. But we get the little kiss when she realizes he's not leaving.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It is the briefest of kisses. So it's very sweet sweet. Yeah. A little more open mouth than I would have thought for nineteen oh three Charles Whitley. <laughs> <laughs> so I was a little surprised. But then we do get a nice other ending kiss after the dance. And yeah, we wrap up the whole Side plot with the other uh, Amber and Dan, they get apart and some big thing, some big thing, yeah. great for them. And yeah, I just I, I I loved it.
0: Yeah, I mean I think the ball was a little, you know, I wish it was a little bit more bright and there was a lot of LED lights in this film and I wish it was a little bit more tungsten, some of that nice warmth to kind of mimic the the old timey uh, balls of the past. So. You know, lighting was a little again very nitpicky, but lighting was a little too blue for me. I wish there was a little bit more of that candle vibe. But other other than that, you know, just great. The, like you said, the scene, the little kiss there, thought it was great. It was appropriate. It wasn't, you know, out of place at all. But yes, yeah, so it was it was good. It was really good. Nice little wrap up. No issues. I didn't have any issues with it at all. I mean, the other thing to to think about is, could this be the new series? You know, we were live tweeting this. We said, hey you know that christmas clock it could have taken a lot more people back and forward in time let's we get another a, let's get another sequel going we on we got there.
1: a lot of hits on that people, yeah, we did. people were want the christmas excited clock excited about it so they
0: loved it i think a lot of other people like this film too
1: yeah i mean we could do different time you know someone
0: could go back from yeah, the past you know yeah could do yeah.
1: all sorts of things that
0: would be crazy if someone from now goes back in time and stays in the back that'd be awesome
1: yeah so to tie everything together there was one line that he says that i think uh, it um, encompasses the the whole film for me is when he is talking to dan and uh at the diner which they're talking about their acting careers but i think this fits for the whole the movie is that he says i think almost any journey can have a happy ending when you're with someone you love Mm. so i just i love that line yeah and i loved this movie and i do think whatever you do whatever time you're from <laughs> if you're with the person you love um, i just i think it was a good a good movie for especially this time not getting too deep but with everything going on in the world just you know having those people that you love i'm getting getting choked up i see uh,
0: that
1: <laughs> having those people that you love is is important. That's true.
0: That is very true. And it's a good message for Christmas. It's a good message anytime, but especially in these times. And, you know, this movie uh, is a very special one. Please give it a watch. We loved it. It's definitely one of the best ones this year, if not the best one we've seen. And we would love to see more like this from Hallmark. And again, great. I really had just small things technically. Awesome job by the director, writers, just fantastic obviously our actors just way to raise the bar for these movies
1: yeah it was perfect and i am i'm very happy i had high hopes for it and it exceeded them yeah. i didn't know i knew i was gonna like it i didn't know i was gonna love it as much as i did so this is this one's definitely uh, my number my number one so far.
0: nice nice so we've got a lot more coming up for you guys. Uh, please stay tuned. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Check us out. We do some live tweeting for the premieres. We have a lot of. I love live tweeting. That's a lot of fun. We have a good time. With it that.
1: is a lot of fun, and we also just would love to hear from you guys. Yeah. Um, we just want to know who's listening. If you're listening. Give us a shout out on any one of our platforms. If oh yeah, you wanna, please rate us too. That yeah, helps rate us a lot. on Apple. That helps out a lot. And just let us know how we're doing. If there's things, you know, what what's your favorite thing about, you know, our podcast or what don't you like about it? We're always uh, welcoming the yeah. feedback, but uh, we're having a lot of fun and we hope you guys are too. So thanks for listening.
0: Yeah, thanks guys.